Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Peret Lamites, Pasuk Alev, Ba'ata Ben Adam Hinovei Algov. Lamites follows the introduction we had yesterday to one of the most confusing, cataclysmic, inaccessible events in Jewish history, the Battle of Gov Umogo. So just to recap, we saw that there is such a wide, disparate variety of what this is about, Gogumogo. Did it happen? When will it happen? What does it all mean? And we saw Mefarshim as widely varied as, for example, the Chafetz Chaim, who said after World War I, that World War I was the first stage, but in 25 years there's going to be a war that eclipses World War I, and then there's going to be a third stage. Some say the Holocaust, the Shoah, was go-go-mo-go. Some say it's going to be an atomic or hydrogen nuclear explosion. We have chosen the Talmudic version of Gogu Magog in explaining it. And basically, Gog is the king of a nation called Magog. He is a descendant of Shem, who is the third son of Noah, who founded many nations. And all the nations listed here is the coalition that he forms. He forms this military coalition that think they're going to take advantage of Israel at this point. And this point is achris hayamim, but before the Mashiach comes. This is where all the exiles are gathered in. They are living in peace and prosperity and in tranquility. And he sees this as a wonderful opportunity go. So he puts together this incredible coalition uh, to attack Yerushalayim and is of course met with terrible resistance. So Lamites, according to which commentator you choose to follow, is either a continuation of the first part or it is, and that would be the Malbin says that, or Barbanel says it's the second phase of Gog Umagog, and it certainly looks like a repetition because as we're going to see the first psukim are exactly like Lamed Ches. Some say that it begins the second phase and we're going to have the third phase later on, but let us follow the um, Talmudic version of what we've been doing so far. As we saw yesterday, the Rambam says, don't get too deeply into this. He says it in Hilchos Malachim. Uh, this, we'll, we'll know what this is about when it happens. Meanwhile, nothing is added to our vast store of knowledge or our status as Jews by delving into this and darshaning it. Just accept it as it is. So we begin. I am after you, Gog. 
also in the coalition of gold. They are Nisim in uh, at the time of gold and relatives uh, of gold himself. So they were part of the coalition. I will, Shivatiho, we said yesterday, was I'm going to lure you into a trap. Vishishatiho is a much more interesting word. It could mean I am going to seduce you. Or, as Rashi says, its root is in um, Shesh, rather, the number six. Uh, Radak says, barely one-sixth of you will survive this battle. Moreover, there will recall six punishments that were going to be visited on gold. You have the dever, the dumb, the pestilence. Uh, so it plays on the number six, but it also means I'm seducing you into a war, into a death trap. I will bring you up from the north, and I will bring you to the mountains of Israel. I will strike your bow from your left hand. If you're a righty, you hold the bow in the left. And the arrow from your right hand. Al you will fall on the Mount of Israel. And the Malbin says that this part continues what we learned yesterday. A volcano of some sort occurs, an earthquake rather than a volcano. An earthquake occurs, and this is the aftermath of that earthquake. Al you will fall on the mountains. The Cholagapecha, all your soldiers, the nations with you, they will be left on the battlefield as corpses for the vulture, the carnivorous bird. Kolkanov continues the Navi, all birds. The miracle here is going to be, it's so apparent, this is Yad Hashem, that even domestic, uncarnivorous birds are going to eat the corpses. I have given your corpses go to the um, animals of the field. You will fall on the field. Thus I have spoken. In other words, there is going to be a tremendous amount, because the army was so big, a tremendous amount of death and, and um, bodies strewn around. Vishilachti Eshma Margog, I will send a fire to Margog, Uvuyoshri or Iim, and those who dwell on the islands, Lovetach is in security, Vyodu Kiani Hashem. They will know I am the Kodesh Barhu. This is a little parenthetically contradictory because if the bodies, as we're going to see, involve burial and involve, you know, regular bodies strewn around the whole land, Fire seems to be not an option here. So the Gemara says that this is one of those fires, those miraculous fires, the Gemara and Sanhedrin, that enter through the nostrils and stay in the body, consume the soul, but the flesh is not consumed. Like Nadav Avihu, we saw. In any case, 
And this, all these wondrous miracles, will establish my name, sanctify my name. My name will not be desecrated. There will not be a chilu Hashem. Because they will know that I am the Almighty Creator of Israel. What does that mean below Achel Hashem Kodshi? Rashi says, let me read it to you, Shifu Asam Shri Yisrael Chilo, Shemo Hoya V'lo Yochol L'Hatzilam. That one of the biggest Chilo Hashem is Golos, is B'nai Yisrael being humiliated. Why? Because the nations of the world say that, of course, the Kaddish Baruch he couldn't save them from being exiled. He can't bring them out of exile. And this is a tremendous chilol of Hashem because it ignores the fact that they are there at the will of the Kaddish Baruch They will be taken out when the Kaddish Baruch is ready. And just to supplement that, Radak says, let me read it to you, lo achel eshen kodshi. Because in Golos, my name is desecrated. It's that I can't get them out. That is the biggest heel. The um, Rambam tells us that one of the, the, the biggest Avera is Chilo Hashem, and the greatest Mitzvah is. Uh, Glorification, uh, the Mechalel Shem Kodshi, the sanctification of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So this was going to be taking me out of Kiel because they're going to see I did it because they deserved a punishment. It's not that I was helpless. Hinei Bav and Oisan Om Hashem, that day is coming, it is here. Hu Hayom Hashem Dibarti, this is the day that I spoke of. The Yotsu Yoshrei Ores Israel, and after it is over, the children of Israel will come out, which indicates miraculously they didn't do a thing during this battle of Gog. It was all the Kodesh Baruch Hu. They dwelt in their homes. After the battle, they will come out. Now they've got the task of Baro Veshiku Beneshech. They must take all the armaments. Umagain, the shields, with Sinar, the spears, the keshes, the bows, the chitzim, again, the arrows, of makel yod, these hand-to-hand combat, of ramoach, the spears, the javelins, ruhem. They are going to burn them. They are going to burn them specifically to reduce them to firewood, to kindling. It is going to take seven years to burn all the armaments that they have left on the battlefield. Below Yisu Eitzin, they're going to burn it into kindling wood. They will not need to go to the forest or go to the Fim in Hasadah. Below Yichtabum in Hayarim, they will not need to cut wood from the forest. That burnt Armament will do it with and they will loot like they had been looted. They will take booty as Boseim, as they had been the victims of plunderers. This, of course, is saying 
There is so much armament. We're going to reduce it to firewood. And is this not the prophecy of Yeshayahu coming true? Where he says, they shall beat their swords into plowshares um, and their arms into pruning hooks. This will be at the end of days where the there will be no more war. The armaments will be converted to the use of, of fuel. And that is exactly what the Navi is saying. And now, after this mass slaughtering and the corpses littering the land, I am going to give them over for burial. This is very interesting. There is a valley that crosses through the Yam, the sea. The sea is the Sea of Kinneret. And it was on that valley that farmers took those beautiful, magnificent fruits of the Kinneret and brought them commerce throughout the rest of the land. But what had happened, the Chosemesi is Avorim. The paths are strewn, that path as well, with bodies, with corpses. They are rotting. It is Tuma in the land. It'll be Tuma for their produce. The Kavusham is gold, the Koruge Hamon gold. And they will, they will bury the people of God and all its coalition, and they will call it a Gay Hamon God. The Valley of God. The Kfaru Beis Yisrael Lamantahir is a Oret Shiva Chadashim. They will be Matahir the land by burying them. It will take seven months. The number seven, of course, we know is very um, integrated with Tahara. The Mitzora takes seven days. The Nida takes seven days. Uh, the Kavu Kalam Ha'aretz, they will bury them, the whole nation will be participate. The Hayolahem Lashem, it will be a name for them. Yomi Kavdi Nu'um Hashem Elohim, the day I will be honored. How are we going to be honored, Lashem Hashem? As Rashi says, Kol Ha'umos Hisapu Eshmam Lashem Lachulachesed. All the nations of the world will speak in glowing terms of B'nai Yisrael that they took their arch enemies, the nations that tried to kill them, and give them a decent, honorable burial. Radak says, The wonderment of the nations will be that they buried the, the very enemies that sought to kill them. The Afal Pishahim, and the Radak adds parenthetically, even though that really isn't their intent to show, oh, we see, we're better characters than our enemies. Rather, Ella Laman Taheras It was a necessity to be Mitahar of the Aretz. And that's what the Radak is saying. It doesn't matter what their motivation is. It still will be a Kiddush Hashem that they did it. Uh, but it will redound to their honor. Why are we doing this for uh, the coalition of gold? We're doing it, one, as a reward for Yafet. Yafet was the son 
of Noah, and we remember the time when Noah was debased and drunk, and his two children, Shame and Yafet, came in to cover him. Shame did most of the work, Yafet just assisted, but just the same, Yafet is getting the reward of burial. As he covered up his father from shame, so too <clears throat> his coalition will get a decent burial. So how is this done? There will be people designated specifically to do nothing else during these seven years but bury the strewn corpses. In addition, in order to retire the Oretz, there will be what we call the Ovrim, passerbys. These are Ovrim who, after the seven years, they could be merchants trying to get their wares to market, but just are blocked by the Tumah and blocked by the sheer multiplicity of corpses. They will follow and try and find the bodies that have either been hidden or that are still there, and they will be matar, the Oretz, mitzay shiva chadashim yachoru, after the seven months, they will now go out in the field to follow up on the work of the designated burial people. The Avruha Ovrim, now these Ovrim will go through the land, if they see a bone, a fragment, they are to put a marker on it. Until the macabre can assemble those remnants and put them in burial with gold. From this, Ubana Etzlotzion, the Gemara in Moed Katan, says we get the halacha that when you find a fragment of a bone or an etzem, you put a marker on it to alert people, and then it gets buried by the people who do the burial. But you put a tzion on it, says Moe Katan, comes directly from this pasuk. Gam Shamir Hamona Vitiarua Ores, they also designate a city, Ir Hamona, in that valley, and the land will be purified. The Ataben Adam, Tomar Him, and Marl Tsipa. Now we're going to alert all the animals for the corpses are still out there. That the animals, this is going to be a Mizbeach, as it were. It's a very interesting metaphor. It is going to be a mizbeach, those corpses. Kol kanaf, all flying birds. Ulechol chayas hasada. Hitbatsu, gather, ubo, heyosu, sarami, savir, azivche, asharani, zoveachav. I am making you a feast, says the Kaddish world. Zevach al harei Yisrael. There will be a giant offering on the mountain of Israel, you will eat meat and consumption, and you will eat, drink wine to fulfillment. It will be the bodies of warriors, which supposedly would make it even choicer. You will drink the blood of the Nesie, of the, of the coalition. Elim, rams, karim, sheep, atudim, uh, uh, parim, 
Maria Basham Kulam fatty calves, all there. The Khaltem Khalib you will drink, the Salva to satisfaction, we should see some dumbness, she called you will drink blood so you are drunk from it in excess. From this Zevach, this giant korban I have made for you. And you will take all the um, horses and chariots and soldiers. This will establish my glory among the nations. They will see the sentence that you were punished <coughs> for what you did. I punished you. I did not seem helpless or was not helpless to keep you out of exile or to get you out of exile. This was a deliberately designed Mida Keneged Mida. And out of this, Bnei Israel will know I am their God. That day going forward. They will know the nations of the world. It wasn't just accidental or a weakness that you were sent into exile. You rebelled against me. I hid my face from you. The Ednem Biyad Sarehem I gave you in the hands of your enemy. You fell to the sword. According to their tumor, according to their sins, their abominations, I dealt with them but hid my face. I am going to return Yaakov to its land. I will take compassion on all bases and I will guard my holy name. The Nasu Nasu could be they will carry their shame or they will forget. Nasu could also mean they will forget their shame. That's all their treachery and rebellion against me. They will be returned to their land. The Ein No one will frighten them. I will gather them from where they are scattered, from all the nations and all their enemies. And I will be sanctified in the eyes of the Goyim. They will know I am the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Brought them out from all the goyim, mekinastem alad mosam. I brought them into their land. Below Osir owed mehem shom. Important promise. I will not remove them from it again. Below Osir owed panai mehem. Nor will I ever hide my face from them. Asher shofachti es ruhi. I have poured my soul, my spirit, our base Israel, nom Hashem elokim. They will dwell permanently in tranquility and happiness. And that concludes Golgu Mago. Tomorrow we reach the finish line, as it were, the last Prakim of Yecheskel, which is just as mysterious in outlining the dimensions and blueprints and floor plans for not the second base Hamikdash, but the third base Hamikdash. You will not want to miss it 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.